All right, well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Casual Pros, a name that I almost forgot. <laughs> well, we did come up with <laughs> it. It's going to be episode two <laughs> from Fan to the Man, part two, technically. This is our, our, our yes. season opener, if you will. Uh, my name is Ricari Austin, and Jeff Easterling is sitting here to my left, though if you're listening at home, you have no sense of direction right now. No. Jeff could be anywhere. Depends on what kind of headphones you have, I guess. <laughs> the dulcet tones. Could we have one each? <laughs> each, each we do per channel. <laughs> but then what if you have, like, one headphone is out or something. <laughs> you just hear one person. We didn't test for these scenarios, all right? Long story short, Casual Pros is our podcast that we have been in the talks, um, in talks of making for years now. Yeah. But we figured we'd, we've led interesting lives and we have lots of interesting things that people may or may not want to hear about. Yeah. And at the very least, as we discussed last time, it's just for us too. If no one else, if no one else wants to uh, to listen in, two views. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I, I think it's, I think it's good to yeah, just kind of look back. It's almost like a like an like an audio kind of time capsule yeah. as far as like how it feels to be where we are and and uh, you know the evolution there and then beyond. We'll see where beyond is. It's true. So Jeff, last episode we talked about the day we got the call. Yeah. For, or for landing our dream jobs. Yeah. I think you touched on a bit helping other teams and how you got to where we are. I think we'll continue that. I'll tell you how I got to where I am. And then we go into how we got on screen. Mm. Cause I think that'll be a fun one. Yeah. And what we want to see from the future. I think that's a, a great way to talk about our careers. Yeah. And then leave that subject high and dry. It's because true. there's so many other things to it's true. have fun with. So and we can always come back to it when new and interesting things happen. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Uh, there was a perfect opportunity for a quote there, and I just let it be. <laughs> <laughs> so you had explained to me that um, everything for you revolved around writing, yes? And it's sort of... Writing and or storytelling and sharing. Because even all of my jobs uh, leading up, in some ways, were taking concepts or things and communicating them to other people whether it be live in person, like at a class or a workshop or a, a show or something, or in a written form, in an update, in a blog, in a race report, in a something. And I, I kind of actually realized that eventually later on, even after getting the Halo job, is like looking back, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, man, all these different jobs have nothing to do with each other. And then I'm like, actually, they, they, they all there's a lot that has, the, there are a lot of common threads. And I, and I did, I realized it was kind of like kind of that sharing and storytelling and communicating. If it was, if I was writing race, reports it's you know what happened and what was the story of this this sporting event and if it was you know sometimes it was taking physics concepts and and then communicating them to either preschoolers or a group of seniors or high schoolers you know and then it was uh, you know and or it's Halo stuff, you know, whether it be working on making, you know, creating the stuff or somebody else is creating stuff and we're communicating that stuff. What is the new modes and the new maps and the new things and, and, you know, all sorts of stuff. It's always been kind of like communication and storytelling in some sort of way. And I realize mine has always been sales and how huh. much sales and retention and marketing yeah. and luring people in, but hooking them to keep them around. Yeah. Go into gaming. Cause I couldn't tell you why. I frequented any of the communities that I did. Yeah. But I found out um, after I started working at Xbox that there were strategies behind that. 
how do we keep oh, people yeah. coming back? Like, if anybody and then went you by, feel gamed. You, you know, feel gamed. Like, but then I realized <laughs> I had been gaming the system as well. Yeah. Just in other areas, whether that was T-Mobile, whether that was mattress sales, whether that was sports, whatever. Yeah, that's true. So with mine, you know, I mentioned last episode I started as a forum moderator, but that quickly took off. Um, started to write more. Started to do social more. And then the fun part for me was learning the BS, and we literally called it the BS, the business strategy. Yep of why all this happened. And at what periods in game development were you pushing for ABC, XYZ? Um, like for instance, pre-production, you were always listening. You were actively listening to see the people that might be interested in your product because you were gonna use them later. Yeah. <laughs> and in this case, use is a great term because you were, yes. you were going to activate them, if you will. Yeah. And have these people be your advocates and your champions who were then talking to the regular fan base who were the people that you were targeting when the game launched and or mm -hmm. went to market. And it was always interesting to me because I never thought of the numbers behind it. The truth of the matter is I loathe social media. Hate it. <laughs> Absolutely hate it. I can tell you that right now. It is the worst. Heard it here first. Yeah. Um, Facebook, I didn't create until my girlfriend made a Facebook for me. <laughs> and I was like, why? Yeah, why I did you want to be able to write on your wall? <laughs> Just we're in the me. same room. I'm right here. <laughs> like this is <laughs> stupid. Next you know, I'm working the system to my benefit. That's the biggest thing I struggle with right now. So I have to go on social media and sell myself. Yeah. At R U K I Z Z E L. That's true. Yeah, we didn't uh we didn't hit No, we didn't social. hit socials. Good. Oh Good. man. They I'll put them on the screen of the podcast that's on. That's true. <laughs> It'll be in the lower thirds. <laughs> oh god, the word. <laughs> but it's funny, um KPIs is a a phrase that I knew nothing of before. Yeah. And I'm like, what, key performance indicators? Yeah, no, I got those. No, yeah, no, we're good. I can, no, I can I can I can build that deck out for you in no time. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I guess I'll take that. So yeah, for a moderator, I was literally in charge of banning uh, gold spammers, people that were selling gold, trying to sell. It's for Age of Empires. Game for Age of Empires. Okay. You know, got handed uh, the keys to our Twitter handle. I remember my first tweet was like Coke or Pepsi. And my boss had to go, great, it's not going to work. She's like, you got to frame them why. You got to make it a competition between them. You have to pit two people against each other, but your wording has got to be key. So she let yeah. me run with stuff because our Twitter account was so new. Yeah. And because like half of the population, I don't know what the actual percentage is, so please don't ever quote me on that. But like, literally like half the population was not in the U.S. Mm. So we would, <laughs> I would write blogs. And those are like a lot of times you're dealing with like just different mindsets, normal, like different. I wrote blogs. Habits of communication. Contained Nickelodeon titles or references to see how many I could sneak in. Yeah. And I could find the people from America, from North America that were like, I remember all these shows. Yeah. And people that had no idea. When we launched Halo Fire Team Raven, the, the announced blog was that so Raven. <laughs> <laughs> and I could always tell I the people that were watching. <laughs> yeah, from my same generation and stuff, they're yeah. like, nah. <laughs> I would do things, we would do double XP for like March Madness or call, you know, extra yeah. time March Madness. They're like, why is it March Madness? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Word? What? Is this a holiday of yeah. some sort? <laughs> oh my goodness. So it was fun learning that. So I learned, you know, writing on behalf of a brand. Yeah. I learned brand voice. Then I had to learn. I say voice and audience. Uh, voice like. <laughs> and audience. And then I had to learn how to inject my personal voice into brand voice so brand didn't sound like a robot. Yes. Even though yeah, people will say, oh, brands are robots. But no, yeah. every brand has a different voice. Wendy's is, 
you never get into a, a Twitter beef with Wendy's. Yeah. They snap back too quick. Netflix is kind of fun. Like, hey, we're here. But everybody's got their own voice, right? Yep. So it was fun working with age and all that stuff. And then I went to Halo. Um, Halo, I learned about red tape. Yeah. And I say that in the best possible way. Yeah, it's a well-oiled machine that just says, Hey, you got to go through this process to do this, do the blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, it's, it, we, we both have played sports yeah. and that, that red tape gets a bad connotation. Yeah, I, I shouldn't think, say red tape. Because it like, it, it's, it, it seems negatively implied, but really it's the exact Hail same. So it, it, it's, it's the process. Yeah. If we talk about like a, a Saban or a Belichick or, you know, like those types of, it, somebody from the outside might look in and be like, Oh, I don't see why you do this or, or why is this thing you done in a certain way? And then as you start to understand like the process, it's like, Oh, like there are really, really good reasons why all mm-hmm. of these steps are in place. What a lot of people would look at and say like red tape it is like, uh, yeah, but it's like a police line. You know, it's yeah, like, ah, they, it's put, the, they so put the actually, tape up for a reason. <laughs> in calling this from fan to the man, Halo was the job that taught me. I was still too fan. Yeah. yeah. And then I needed to be more uh, business inclined. Yeah. Or that I still had, <laughs> I think of <laughs> the scene from Men in Black where uh, he said, you know, I don't want you got First of all, y'all chose me. All right. <laughs> I don't want anybody to call me sport or tiger kid. He's like, yeah, I'm going to tell you Son, something. Yeah. yeah. Like, respect the skills. Like, I'm going to tell you something slick. As of right now, your skills mean precisely dick. <laughs> That's how I felt after Halo. Even yeah. during Halo. When my first day on the HoloLens, I was like, there are far too many people that know this way better than I. And that was the gut check. Yeah. That was a gut check here. Um, I so. remember first starting at Halo, it was, it was the same thing for me. It was like, well, how is it? I was like, I spend every day surrounded by people way smarter than I am. Way smarter. <laughs> and they look at you and think you're ridiculous. Uh, yeah, smart. they're, they're like, oh, like, so no, glad, no, 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 so no. glad to have your skill set here. And I was like, I hope you don't find out the truth. <laughs> the truth. <laughs> don't tell anybody else. I, I think that's a lot of the journey is... It's the balance of the, the BS there. Yeah. It's like it's coming into your own and understanding. It's believing in what others even say about you, yeah. too. But it's also keeping that mindset of like, man, I always have a lot to learn. Always. I always. I, I was literally in a meeting just this past Friday uh, with one of our producers who you just like just listening to them kind of like go through the process of something. I was just like, man, I have a ton of respect for like the work that you do, the way that you go and the thought and intentions and stuff behind what you are doing. Mm -hmm. And I've been there five and a half years now. And it's still still like in in some ways I say five and a half years and some people are are like, wow, like that's a lot. And then, I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's just a blip. Like it's, it's gone uh, by like, like for me, it was like eight and a half. Yeah. That's, that is, that's insane. Bruh. Or maybe, that's maybe in, no, eight, man, something like yeah, that. Yeah, close, close. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's gotta be close. Way. You know, it's right there. Um, so yeah, after all that, I did Xbox social for a few weeks and then I jumped on the Xbox live arcade team or Launchworks mm. or whatever we want to call it. It was, um, Basically, what's Xbox Game Studios now? So think yeah. of things like Killer Instinct, Crimson Dragon, Power Star Golf. Yeah. And there I got the freedom. So Age of Empires, established franchise. Halo, very established franchise with stricter processes. Yeah. These were loose processes. Footprint, and yeah. I got to 
determine those processes yeah. and implement the best, um, the best uses, yeah. the best use cases. That was a ton of fun because KI, we knew KI from 20 years ago, but KI hadn't been out in like 15 years. I know. So it was something like, hey, Ricard, what do we do for community? I'm like, oh, this is where I have to learn the BS and then sell the BS, the business yes. strategy to others. I was like, yeah. okay. And then the last few, and I guess this is all taking me to my next question. They figured out I could publicly speak. <laughs> and I say they figured out because <laughs> I felt like this is something that everybody does. Yeah. Because I have friends like you. <laughs> it shit you not. Like this is, yeah. that's my world. Are the loud, the conversation continuers. <laughs> it's my nice way of saying the big mouths. It's true. Um, so it's I'm there. curious, when did they, how did they figure you out? Or did you inject yourself into that situation? <sighs> I'm trying to remember what the first. Oh, wow. There's been that many that you can't remember the first one. Well, no, because like it's been, it's been a while since like they had me on a stream uh i think maybe they did uh, i think maybe the first time was on a we were doing like a the halo bulletin when yeah. it was like a video i think it was like a monthly video mm-hmm. at, at, and uh oh, jay forchette right? yeah. yep yeah jay forchette was 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 hosting it and, and they were like, Hey, we're going to come over to your desk and talk about what you do, like interview you. And just really like a quick, like employee spotlight kind of piece. Uh, and I did that and it was like, I feel like, like you've done this type of thing before. And I was like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and right, then it so was, why'd you hesitate? Because I don't think people at home will understand why we would hesitate. Why don't you share that you can do that before? Yeah, I mean, again, ask. like, I guess it's part of it is the you have the attitude of like the under promise over deliver type of thing. Uh, Also, sometimes like I was always uh, like a little leery of coming off as like too over eager. You know, you talk about like the fan. Well, you talk about the fan thing too. It's really easy to have like the um, the association of like coming off as like I'm excited about everything. I want to do this and I want to do this. Especially if you came from the community, sometimes it can just come off as like abrasive, not not like in a bad or negative way, but like I don't know, it's you know, it's kind of like a well-oiled machine and you want to just like pace yourself like I think at the right uh, point. Also, quite frankly, like I was also just wanting to make sure that I was kind of compartmentalizing like what my tasks and duties were and mm-hmm. nail those and do those correctly. I, I always thought it would be fun. I remember listening to the Sparkast, the Halo podcast that, you know, we talked about David Ellis, uh, this episode or last, it's all running together. Uh, but he, he used to host that. And I remember he used to think like, man, I would like to do that one day. I would like to host, like be, be a guest. I was thinking like, oh, I'll be a guest on yeah. there. If they ever did a community guest or something like that. Because again, uh, you know, and I mentioned in the last episode, I had spent 20 years writing, developing, presenting. I had taught uh, or, you know, performed like literally thousands of workshops, classes, theatrical presentations. You know, I, I spoke in front of groups of, you know, a couple people to thousands of people, depending on like what it was. Uh, so I was always, you know, I had no issue with like communicating in front of like a camera, but yeah. it is different than with who and what you're representing Yeah. too. Uh, you know, and so it was interesting. It, I don't think it was too long after that. And they asked if I would come on 
uh, and sub in for one of the monthly streams. Yep. 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 Uh, and so I did that and then it turned into like, you had people shifting roles and moving to new opportunities. And then it was like, okay, well, you can be the, just the regular co-host for this stream. And, and then it like, was wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Uh, okay. And so I, I think it was, it was, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, Andy Dodensky, bravo. Uh, he and I did it for a while. Uh, and then, uh, just with various like marketing plans and stuff, they, they, that, that stream, uh, went away for a little bit. And then, uh, a while later I was like, I would like to start a regular stream mm-hmm. at three, four, three. And it was specific. It's called the social stream. Uh, and I actually specifically wanted to do it. Um, not just to talk and about and play halo, like with our community at the time, but also to kind of like humanize the studio and the development process. I wanted to introduce them to people who, either people they had no idea who were working behind the scenes or jobs they didn't even know existed mm-hmm. that were a part of the de- the development process. And that was a lot of fun for me because I hosted, but they were the star of the show as far as I'm concerned because I was like, uh, I always joke that I wanted to name the the stream "Meet the Idiot That Makes the Thing You Hate," uh, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't let that one. That one. That one go. It's all the red tape, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, but it was amazing. Like well, you know, we had people that were, that did finance. We had people that were producers. We had people that were like a pro team member or on the community. You know, some of them were jobs that you kind of assumed, like oh, you're an art director. But then again, some of them were like oh, you you work on this kind of area of the game or, or, you know, BI data and stuff like that. Like that was really cool. Uh, and you know, I think just those kinds of things led to other people would see like, Oh, you did this thing. Oh, can you host this? Can you do this panel? Can Mm -hmm. you do? And a lot like you, like part of it was like, I knew that not everybody could do it because I, I managed the team by the time I was uh, done at the science center. I I had a team of about 30 direct, reports and there were a combination of like content writers and actors. And so like you kind of learn the difference between who kind of is really good on the creative side and who is good communicating that stuff yep. as well. Uh, so I knew I'm there was not creative. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm realizing that about me. Yeah. But I can communicate that. I don't know. I don't know. I would beg to differ. But that's a different episode, maybe. Uh, like, but again, that kind of still, it still goes along with the same theme is, is what confidence you have in your own ability or others' perception, I think. True. The the delta True. between others' perception of what you can do and and your own confidence uh, in things. So, I, I mean, I, you know, again, to the point, I was, I was well aware of the delta between those things, but you know, coming into this industry too. I also, I didn't want to be like, okay, I did this here in this venue, but does yeah. that transfer over? Did, is, is that a, a one-to-one, you know, can I make it also work when now there's thousands or, you know, hundreds of thousands of people watching videos or a Vidoc or a stream or whatever it happens to be collectively. Um, Cause it's a different, it's a, it's a different animal. It very much is. But the, the scary thing that I think of it, or how I think of it is, and it's going to sound so narcissistic. That's okay. That's because that's I don't we're think we're doing a podcast, doing a podcast because podcast. we just want to hear ourselves talk. <laughs> this will be the one I actually listen to. Oh, I'll use your deep voice. <laughs> no, I've always thought that no matter the crowd, it was all the same to me, but I never wanted to tell anybody because just like you said, from yeah. coming from a fan, then it looks like you want the spotlight. Whereas this is the narcissistic part. I always knew it was coming. 
It yeah. just was going to take people however long to figure it out. And I wasn't trying to pawn myself into a position to strike. Mm. But more so, you know, they say luck favors the prepared, right? Yes. I was always ready when they asked. Yep. And for me, I remember doing my first stream and this, I, I was nervous as hell. I was absolutely nervous. What was it? What uh, stream was it? I don't remember. I want to say it was, oh God, Ascend? What was it called? I, I can see the game in my head. It was XBLA times. We were doing a Twitch stream. We were on yeah. front page. We had thousands watching. And I remember being like, a live stream? What? Don't mess this up. <laughs> we, we can't fix this in post. <laughs> Dude, not even fix this in post. Yeah. I hadn't worked on anything like that. But I just remember thinking, oh, God, like, this is it. We're going. Okay, and it's live. But yeah. that's my favorite way to operate. Uh, yeah. If you don't Same. really have a countdown and you just have to go. Yep. I remember my biggest fear was dead air. And keeping, yes. uh, making sure I hit my intro and outro. Like, mm-hmm. What do I need to say to kick this off? Yep. That's honestly the hardest part. Jumping oh, absolutely. In, the in and out. Yeah. Yes. In and out. Or the t- yep. <laughs> so take off and landing. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Air, absolutely. That's true. You're ab- yeah. It's absolutely easy. And I remember we did it. Um, and then I just kept doing them. I kept doing live streams. And then I accidentally uh, leaked achievements on the Xbox One. <laughs> just going to throw that out there. Chris Rubier and I. We didn't know that the new OS build had achievements in them. Right, because we were getting constant daily builds, so my uh, kit updated, and we were playing the game, and padink, and I think it was Kotaku, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like, "Oh no!" Here's what achievements look like on Xbox One, and this my dumb ass like this, just smiling, <laughs> like, "Oh no, oh no!" But that oh, was that man. was the fun in it, right? So we did all that camera work, and um, with Ki, eventually, I started doing uh, update notes, video update notes. I thought this would be oh, a fun okay, way. like yeah. this is fun content. Greatest lesson I was. Besides David Ellis's lesson, I was ever taught in my community management life. Embrace your inner whore. And it sounds so horrible, but it's ABCs. Always be yeah. closing. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's it's like you've got to be talking and you've got to be finding ways to sell the thing that you're talking about. And that sounds horrible to talk about games. But yes, if we were yeah. talking about our games, some people prefer to consume their content via video, via text. Yes. And I was like, well, we're already doing the text. How hard is it to do the video? And then I got to work with other teams and figure out, well, I would do the capture. They would stitch it together. You know what's funny is that this actually, <laughs> it actually falls so much in line with what a ton of companies and brands are all now sus- subscribing to f- in the under the banner of accessibility. Yes. Like, it, it, you know, because now, you know, it, at first it looks you know, when you describe kind of at first blush, it's like, oh, well, we're just trying to put our stuff out there, you know, and inundate you, you know, with it. Well, it's like, well, that's true. Uh, <laughs> they are trying to do that. But it's just like you said, sometimes people prefer to read things and sometimes read people things. prefer to watch or to listen. And so to be able to do that, that just offers more people, more ways to kind of like engage with your, with your content. Some ridiculous too. stat is that I know it's over 50 and I think it's over 75 percent of facebook videos are watched without sound yeah so it's being able to storytell uh, visually prob- i'm sure that's probably and my i'm not percentage. saying they're reading yeah. subtitles because that's the accessibility bit yeah but to just have visual storytelling to yep. understand what's going on and then i started thinking i was like oh yeah i'll definitely watch videos yeah that don't need sound and, and you and tell yeah and you would on. think oh well, of course no oh are they laughing let me see what was funny now that yes I'm hooked yeah um, but yeah, so I started doing those video updates and everybody loved them. And really in my head, I was like, I'm literally reading words off of a prompter that are just saying, 
you know, Jago's wind kick uh, reduced from six frame startup to like, and they're like, yeah, you do it so well. <laughs> what? So that's kind of what led to <laughs> them asking me to do the E3 stage. And I'm going to ask this one of you. That was my, like when I knew I made it. Yeah. I was like, you guys going to have me on the E3 stage? I was like, there's nothing better now. Like, <laughs> all right. And I remember people telling me, like, are you nervous? I go, no. A room full of 20 that can ask questions back. Yeah. That's tough. Or also too, like, you know, if I was, if you're having to give like a speech to a class yeah. when you're in there with them all year and those are like your immediate peers and you're like, uh, that I can do because they're <laughs> listening for that reason. Yeah, for sure. Milestone reviews where they're about to ask questions back about yes. the stats that you provided. Yeah, that's, those were yeah, that's fair. But the, the 10,000 to in me, the it's like once you, up, once you get uh, above a certain number and it's a pretty low number, literally like 30, yeah. it's just all one person. It's me. all one person. It's just like, it's just, a, it's just a mass. To and what you have to say. I would argue from a public speaking perspective, maybe this is just my own personal experience. It is easier the more people there are because all you got to do is get some of them. All you have yeah. to do is get some loud ones yep. and they'll, they kind of like control the reaction in a way of a lot. Like if you get certain people laughing and that controls, and then if it's a lot of people laughing, a lot of people are laughing. And then the whole thing was really funny yep. or the whole when thing really, was really exciting. <laughs> if they're cheering, yeah. you know, like, so yeah, from a sheer kind of like a public speaking strategy approach standpoint, that's yeah. So that was, that was the one where I knew, the I one made you, knew it. you made it. Phil Spencer knew my name after that. Yes. I don't know if he knew it beforehand, but he was like, oh my God, there goes Ricari. That guy's famous. He was messing with me at lunch and I was so mad. I was like, what do I say back to you? Uh, uh, What's correct? (laughs) Let me get out of here. But then, yeah, they just kind of continued on and then there were other live events and I don't know, like this could be a whole nother episode and I almost feel like it's going to be. That's fine. How do you, it's our how show. Do you we, 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 we can we decide. You know, it's funny watching, uh, watching the E3 presentation and watching you up there, like was such a cool feeling for someone like myself. It, it may be even different than like family or something because we have very similar kind of partnered pathways in those yeah. things. So I'm watching you do your it's thing, thinking back it. to like old school stuff and watching other people and reactions in chat. If like they laughed at something like that you said, or like, Oh, I like that. Sh-. Even if it was literally like, yeah, I like that shirt yeah. or like, Oh, like Rikizzle. Yeah. He does this stuff. And I love, it's like, it's crazy. It's wild. It's like so, I think so that good. When I say when I see you, because I know the Jeffisms. <laughs> I know the things that you're saying that like it's like we have ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> I know the things that you're saying that I would say or that I know you say because of a certain, you know, reason and whatnot. So whenever I see you up there, I'm always like <laughs> I like uh I you you did a uh an Xbox thing in New York and uh in between takes. <laughs> I was texting <laughs> each other <laughs> things that were going on with the production yep. or whatever it happens oh, to be. That was yeah. the Xbox one X launch night. I re- I know exactly which one you're talking about. Cause I was like, my teleprompter did not move. Well, I guess, you know, do we, do we make that our next episode? Like our fun on screen stories? Is yeah. That what we can. episode three will be so fan to the man part. Just, you know, yeah, eventually just, our, this is just going to be a six episode playlist. Yeah, we'll pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know what? I, it, it just naturally bleeds into life in general, though. This is true. Because there, because it becomes so the reason why we find certain moments funny in our professional lives is because that's the stuff that from a personality standpoint, we laugh about and, and find funny. And we'll anyway. get into that. I just, yeah, I find as we do this and we find our flow, 
It's true. We'll probably knock out the gaming stuff early. Yeah. Early in this podcast life. And then eventually we'll let you guys get to know us. It's true. And then it'll just bleed back. Yeah. It'll bleed back in and new adventures will come too that we can talk about. Yeah. It's new adventures. All right, Jeff. Well, how do we, how do we wrap this one up? How do we put a bow on it? Oh man. I mean, we don't, I don't even know if we need to. We'll see, we'll see people next time. Oh, there's a next time. There's a next time. There's another date. Yeah. Like 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) No, sir. This is, this is weekly content. It's true. I don't know what it is. Well, 30 seconds for us. Well, they don't know that. (laughs) That's the magic of production. <laughs> no, we just gonna leave. I should have brought a change of clothes. All right, well, I guess that's episode two. Yeah, <laughs> from from fan to the man. Yeah, which is hilarious. Casual pros. We we really thought that was gonna be one. one <laughs> Everyone listening we uh, is like, uh, this is way skewing more towards the casual than the pros. That's oh, sure. That's great. I would rather it <laughs> that's be what casual. I'm exactly. So the pros don't come in and be like, "What are y'all doing?" That's true. All right. Well, thank you guys so true. much for uh, tuning yep. in. Another Thank one's you guys. coming shortly. Yeah. Until then, wait, See you wait, later. Wait, wait, where do I find you on socials? Because we didn't do that last. Oh, that's true. Uh, mainly better, on Twitter. Yeah, uh, at Grim Brother One. It's all spelled normally and with no no numbers. It's G R I M B R O T H E R O N E. And I'm Rakizel, R U K I Z Z E L. The beautiful thing is, with a name like that, you can find it anywhere. Yep, it's true. And I guess we should also pimp out our Twitter handle. Yeah, oh, that's cheering one. Podcast. What is it? Casual Pros Cast? Yep. That's what Pretty it is. sure. Casual Pros Cast. <laughs> At Casual Pros Cast. All right. Well, thank you guys much for watching cool. and listening. Bye.